Hello, and welcome to KFAB, the podcast. Podcast about wrestling and fashion. But mostly fashion. I'm Sarah. I'm Christina. And I'm Katie. And if you hear some, like, wonderful restaurant-like atmospheric noises in the background, <laughs> that's Street Team Kyle, who is currently making us dinner in the Very kitchen nice. right yes. next to us. <laughs> Guys, it's so nice having it's... a Street Team Kyle around. I wow. know. What a guy. Thank you. Now he's, like, shaking his head and ask, acting all modest, but he, right before we started recording, he asked us to acknowledge that this was happening. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. It's not for credit. It was for sound purposes. Yes, but I think, course. like, maybe... I don't know. It's, it's nice to get credit. Like, we're, uh, you should get credit. It's very nice. You guys keep cooking for us. <laughs> I know. Also, we're like recording at like the chef's table. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Special. Hey, very fun. producer Mike, have you ever been to a chef's table? No. Hey, producer okay. Mike, who are you? Who are you, producer Mike? Uh, hey, everybody. My name is <laughs> producer Mike. Um, it's a good question. I guess I'm currently trying to figure my life out. But um, <laughs> I guess in regards to this podcast, I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. And occasionally they'll throw to me to fill in any gaps in um, any wrestling-related knowledge because they're relatively new on the wrestling journey. Thank wow. you so much. We're in our terrible twos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like that. Um, I feel like at some point, Mike did start shifting, calling it a journey, which I've I appreciate Ooh. as a fan of the Bachelor franchise. Yeah, it is really a journey, though. It yep. is truly just a journey. like love. Yeah. And what you know, what better comparison for seeing a local wrestling show than bungee jumping off a building on a date mandated by ABC? Wow, <laughs> very wow. true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Speaking of, yeah. Um, so the all of KFAB, uh, along with Street Team Kyle, went to a live wrestling event this past Friday. So this would be mm-hmm. the week before this episode comes out. We are. Um, little peek behind the curtain recording this early mm. look at um, that sizzle ooh, is sizzle. that sizzle because of the excitement of mm, what happened a yeah. hot hot wrestling show uh mm-hmm. it was game changer wrestling presents slime language honest yeah. to god i didn't know that was the name yeah i i didn't yeah i didn't know it was slime language damn i should have gotten that shirt then it was a cool shirt yeah it said like murder kill slime oh really <laughs> oh i didn't even see that <laughs> it was a cool I didn't shirt wow with the hands it was, mm-hmm. it was nice. cool maybe we'll yeah. online i don't know yeah uh what did we think sarah oh goodness Katie? um well i have uh we'd been to a, a game changer wrestling event before um katie had you been to one too Sorry, what was that? Oh, I just took a piece of the door from the, from the match on Friday. Yeah. Katie's been carrying it around. I have. It's I like, like a special should, treasure. You should like put a hole in it and make it a necklace. Just like Ooh. a really cool, chunky necklace. Yeah. A real statement piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's one of the things that Game Changer Wrestling does instead of tables. Mm. That people are thrown through. Yeah. It is doors. Home Depot doors. Mm-hmm. Yes. We all had fancy scarves to put over our faces for the light tubes. Uh-huh. Yes. We weren't sure if there would be a hardcore match, and there were two. There and were, they were yeah. so fucking awesome. Oh, my God. I had the, the most fun. Yeah. Truly had the most fun. Um, So that's actually something that producer Mike has asked us. What oh, did yeah. we think oh. of our first death match as, as a, a team? What, how did, I want to know how you felt as your second death match. So I basically didn't watch this one because I was really overwhelmed. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't see. I didn't see most of it. Okay. Um, I would say because I was just hiding behind you guys. <laughs> That's so funny. I did Be- not notice. Well, the last one was uh, so much for me already. Mm. And then this one had a lot more 
weapons involved so yes. like do we want to set the scene yeah absolutely so the first one that we watched oh mance warner and matthew justice yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mance yeah. warner is the one that yeah that one right mm-hmm. yes yeah and he's the one that i i had seen before oh. um that wears the jeans and the cowboy boots yep and with like the wetsuit yeah like weird dive shirt yeah, very yeah. Like, i just came back from my snorkeling lesson yeah. in baja mm-hmm. very odd yeah he wrestled with the invisible guys before oh yeah and the last mm-hmm. time you reviewed it yeah. yes um, he was great. Yeah. I loved his energy. It was crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden you just see... Because wasn't it, like, just two staple guns that were just, like... They were under, Yeah, they were underneath the ring. Mm-hmm. But we saw him, of course, and we are like, oh, damn, this is going to be crazy. And then you could count how many doors and like chairs were underneath the ring yeah. as well yeah that was cool being like oh god because you're like i wonder what's gonna happen and then there's like a stack of 10 doors and you're like well okay yeah probably some doors are gonna probably happen yeah and then when i was like i don't see a ladder and i got really sad and then in that match brought out the ladder he brought out a ladder after he staple gunned his tongue to the door dude okay so in this match there's a staple gun in play as as we've <laughs> talked about and he got down when he picked it up he got down and he looked both ways deviously mm-hmm. and yep. like was like and then uh got up and did it but um they had four doors in each corner of the ring and so they just kept busting through it uh and the other guy with the long hair i said to katie that this was like my persona and her persona wrestling because hers is the cowboy boots guy mm-hmm. yep and then mine was this dude with like the fucking bandolier around his way <laughs> yeah and um so that happened and then he stapled his he got people from the audience to get up and oh hand dollar, dollar bills, bills yep. and then stapled them to this dude's head and arm and then a child gets up yeah mm-hmm. with a mask of the dude with the staple gun who's mm-hmm. katie's uh persona i mm-hmm. can't remember mance mance, mance warner yes mance warner mm-hmm. um and takes the mask the like face sign of himself and staples it onto his opponent's face yeah wild and it was awesome and you could like hear the staple gun it, like home alone style so much blood. yeah you made that joke the guy mm-hmm. in front of us really loved it yeah. Yeah. yeah trying to make friends you i mean know? you know just that's what it's all about it just is about community it, and fun so fun especially at this show where like they're like move because someone's gonna come like flying right next to you Mm -hmm. and you have to scramble and all look out for each other yeah which i do feel a certain i think it's probably because of going to like punk shows that were in a very like it felt very much like a punk show to me yeah just because of like the location of it was like kind of a random like big hall mm-hmm. yep and there's all these people with all like it was also predominantly gorgeous. men gorgeous yeah. but predominantly men in black t-shirts mm-hmm. i felt very at home and then i had to move with out the of the way thick so, beard so other thick chin strap yeah and i had to move out of the way so other big men wouldn't hurt me like yep. that's how i grew up <laughs> a real punk <laughs> show yeah so that match ended with one guy getting his tongue stapled to a door to mm-hmm. hold him in place which he then ripped out yep. so, oh. he, so the stunt <laughs> wouldn't work it was awesome so that was um i was like that wow was i hit my limit okay great and then um they there removed, was another one yeah well they removed the one of the mats yeah because there was blood on the mat there was blood and they replaced yeah, it and then a couple matches later we had toshiyuki saduka and or invite and they um what even happened because i left my body and went to space it was insane (laughs) and like i feel it was like a haze of 
insanity that I just like went with and it was like a <laughs> roller coaster. I can tell you what happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, no, dude comes out and there was just, it was basically just a combination of like incredible stunts and like legitimate wrestling mixed with the fact that they had a board of knives that oh were in God. play. Yep. And then the um, Japanese wrestler for uh, Sakuda. Sakuda. Thank you. Um, Sakuda had a little tote bag from like NPR. <laughs> like it, was it wasn't a goodie in a, bag of violence. Yeah. And so he would like go over to his little tote bag and he pulls out this like giant meat cleaver uh. and then he would put it against the guy's mouth. Ugh. So, I mean, it was totally dull. It was fine, but it was like the thing. And he pretended to like put it down his head on the chair with the meat cleaver that he would then. Yeah. Push. And also, mind you, one of those chairs was just thrown into the ring. Yeah, someone oh, from yeah. the audience just Took threw them their a chair. chair. Yeah. And we're just like, fuck it, and threw it in. And that happened. And then also, they he brought out this long uh, glass tube. Oh, it was no, like no. needle. It was oh, like needle. needle. That was a piercing needle. Yeah. yeah. What? It was glass, right? though, right? It was glass. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because it, it was see through, right? No, no, I think it was, I so really it was. thin. Oh, I think yeah. you just saw the reflection. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was metal and pierced through both of the the dude's cheeks. So there's just blood fucking everywhere. Oh boy. They were hitting each other with light tubes. At one point, mm-hmm. um, Vert, right? Vite. Vite. Uh, he. I kept watching him because he, when he was on the ground and like selling what was happening, he would pick up the tiny pieces of the light tube and cut yeah. his forehead. Oh yeah, and also he didn't the get light tubes blood. were crazy because that uh-huh. was like the first thing that happened, and all of a sudden it was like powder and dust everywhere. Yeah, and Street Team Kyle got some like right below his eye. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. just like had to remove it, and then we just like ran. He, he had just gotten a fresh drink, had to throw it away. Yeah, man, glass we everywhere. Like, no, yeah. glass everywhere. Dangerous, truly drink. Really no crazy, and that wasn't even the ma- the last match of the night. Mm-hmm. So then they had to like clean up, and then we all just kept watching wrestling. Yeah, it was great. It was, I mean, a really strong night overall. Um. We found a beautiful floral arch. Yes, we did. And took a picture under it that's uh-huh. on our Instagram if you wanted to see the very good outfits we wore to this wrestling show. Yeah, uh, we all looked um, great. Everyone and was looking f- fine. We wondered if it was a Kane arch or not. It, yeah. I think it was. Sponsored yeah, by I Kane? Yeah, I think it's sponsored think, yeah. by Kane. Mm-hmm. Kane's wedding arches mm-hmm. for all of your wedding needs. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, we had a really great time. I'm so glad we went. Yeah, yeah. me it too. It was so much fun. What would you, how did you feel about the death match? Oh, I loved it. Yes. You I didn't I were... think I would, and I was like, oh, no, I have a taste for blood, and I love right? it. Oh. Yeah, and my fiancé was like, oh, no. He <laughs> <laughs> was, like, really questioning if I'd enjoy it, and then I was like, I came home, and I was like, it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life, and yeah. he was like, oh, good. <laughs> oh. This is a fun new hobby of yours. That's so funny. Yeah. And now you have a beautiful piece of, of door. I do. To share with him, to <laughs> one of the doors that, I don't even know which match that was, one of the many matches. That were... was the one with all the blood. That yeah. was oh. for sure. The blood the, match? No, mm-hmm. it, it was the one where they stapled the guy's oh, forehead for yeah. sure. Gross. Because I was like, is there blood on it? I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, that would be um, a biohazard. But yes. I think, guys, it's, it's just a piece of door. Just a piece of door. Just mm-hmm. a piece of door. All right. Well, getting into let's it? get into it. Why not talk about wrestlers? Um, so, I, d- according to producer Mike, someone had actually suggested this wrestler for Christina to cover. Oh. But weirdly, I was already going to cover him. Well, not weirdly. He's in the news. That's why everyone's oh, talking nice. about him. Oh. But Kyle t- told me about him. And then right before Mike texted us saying someone had recommended him, I'm like, oh, no, I was going to talk about him. Oh. So, 
Hiromu Takahashi, guys. Hey, That's who nice. we're going to talk about. Um, got some gifts. You can get a, a sense for his style. Oh, yeah. uh, you can see one where um, someone tries to flip him, and then he flips around him and flips mm-hmm. his opponent instead. Um, there's him putting on chapstick saucily before getting yeah, into the ring which that's is how i good. do before bed every night mm-hmm. doing a little strut putting on your chapstick and there's a, a picture of him with a stuffed cat and we're gonna get into the stuffed cat who is very important so. really <laughs> yeah the stuffed cat is very important to it christina i think that might be part of the reason why people thought you'd be into him that's fair um he is very much i also had that haircut wrestling. in high school oh with like the red the streaks. little red i mean not the red but i had blue with mm. a similar, similar also with like the rachel style yeah, and these Ostensibly, ones, it was more scene kid, but yeah, for sure. His hair looks a little bit different it now. Is very these Rachel are all style. older. <laughs> yeah. These are from a, a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, his hair looks a little bit more contemporary. Mm. Uh, oh, Instagram the- fading yeah. now. Yeah. So, Takahashi was born on December 4th, 1989. So, he's a Sagittarius. That's my birthday. And oh. has your birthday. Yay! <laughs> Surprise! Uh, he's from Tokyo, Japan. According to the Bright Minds at Wikipedia, he got into professional wrestling at the age of 12. He was a fan of a wrestler named Masahiro Tono, and that, quote, inspired Takahashi to work hard in school to become a member of the track and field team. I love that. I don't know. The member? A member. Oh. I don't know if I said <laughs> the said, member. You said the member of the track and field. I was the like, member? the singular the member? number. He is one. the track and field team. Yeah. He is the track and field team? All it takes is one. I mean, truly. He has to do all the events. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, very tired. Oh, God. Uh, Takahashi attended New Japan's annual open tryouts in May 2009 and was accepted into the promotion's dojo. He debuted in August 2010 as a young lion, one of their rookies. Um, that means he dressed in all black trunks and boots and usually lost. He didn't actually win until February 2011 as part of a duo, and then again three weeks later as a singles competitor, and it was basically exactly six months after he made his professional debut. So I found a couple pictures of him as a young lion, just like a a beefy boy. Um, You know, he wasn't dressing exciting or anything, and as we know, it's it's difficult to research some of the finer points of Japanese wrestling, Mm. but there's some good stuff we're going to get into. I just Mm -hmm. mostly wanted to see where he started. Pretty normal-looking guy. Not very exciting, deliberately. Mm, a good before and after, right? Oh, yeah. Well, here's your after. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, apparently, it's customary for New Japan to send their young lions to learn in promotions outside of Japan. So, in the summer of 2013, Takahashi went to the United Kingdom to wrestle with a bunch of different promotions. Mm. Um, he then went to Mexico to work with New Japan's partner, Lucha Wrestling Promotion, that I probably shouldn't even try to pronounce because I'm just, honestly, the whitest person on earth. Uh-huh. Um, CMLL is what it's abbreviated mm. as. Uh, he took on a masked heel persona, um, Kamataichi, named after a Japanese monster. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So his mask is styled to look like these guys. And in folklore, these creatures kind of look like weasels, but they have hedgehog fur and they Ooh. have like little knives for hands. Oh, so it's whoa. like if you get a random cut, it's because this thing has come and cut you. Oh, my gosh. Um, but they're really like cute little weasely guys. <laughs> mm. So... I mean, if you can, once yeah. you know that, you can kind of see that in his mask. He's got like little fangs. Yeah, and the, um, like the hair off. The, yeah, it's got fur. Off. It looks like a hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's all red and black and and really like cool and graphic. And he's got like little streamers off of his uh, gauntlets that kind of look like knives. Cool. One presumes and hopes they are not sharp. Though honestly, after Friday night in that yeah. wrestling promotion, <laughs> I'm like, maybe everyone is holding knives all the time in wrestling, <laughs> and I've just never noticed. Constantly holding knives. <laughs> 
So while in Mexico, Takahashi teamed up with another Japanese wrestler, Okamura, as part of the stable, um, the Yellow Fever. Mm. Uh, just going to leave that mm, there. Yeah. Didn't look into more about why that's the name. Um, concerning. Mean. Uh, so Takahashi was in a feud with a wrestler named Dragon Lee during this time as well. The rivalry culminated in a mask versus mask match in 2015, and Takahashi lost, so he was unmasked. Oh, wow. Gasp. No more beautiful hedgehog with knife hands mask. It's very sad. I know. I'd, it's a great mask. I wonder if he misses it or has one yeah. in his closet somewhere. I bet he does. I hope so. I'd make that into like a lamp or something. Yeah. Or like frame it, have a little shadow box. Yeah, ooh, a shadow box. Oh, just ooh. a simple shadow box. Just a fun shadow box. Mm. <laughs> so after his time in Mexico, Takahashi went to the States for a while. He joined Ring of Honor and Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, Los nice. Angeles's own. And he actually participated in the Battle of Los Angeles in 2016. Um, but he was eliminated in the first <clears throat> round. Boo. Boo. As I said. But yes. I have another shot of him um, from his time wrestling internationally. I think this is when he was in Mexico because you can see he has the mask like around his neck. Yeah. Um, but this is a hint of what his style evolved into. He has a really insane faux fur coat that's really um, bright and colorful like rainbow patterns. Mm. And his pants are really similarly like kind of patchwork crazy colors. Mm. And uh, he started growing his hair out long and then dyeing the ends red around this time, too. And that's kind of a look that he's kept since then. It's Takahashi in the Technicolor dream coat. Yeah, yeah. basically. Great. Go, 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 Joseph. <laughs> um, I know all of the Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals. Oh, wow. So, guys. Cat. I love the cat. You're going to love. I mean, honestly, Christina, you might end up getting one of these for a Christmas present this year. So, it looks like my cat. It's very good. So Takahashi had made some appearances at New Japan events after going international, but he hadn't really been around for like full time in a minute. Then in August 2016, the very month of my wedding, a video started oh. appearing in New Japan programs counting down to November 5th. Mm. That was the date of an event called Power Struggle, and Takahashi made a surprise appearance. He was back in New Japan, baby. And this is when he started being known as, like, the time bomb, is what they called him, too. So he would always have this imagery that's, like, a clock ticking down and, like, classic little cartoon bombs with long fuses and stuff. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. So here's how his official New Japan profile describes him. Saying that he's happy to take three shots to deliver one, Takahashi earned a reputation for putting his body on the line to do the most damage to his opponents. His unpredictable wrestling style was paired with an eccentric disposition out of the ring, and whether calling opponents cats or professing his love for them, or by carrying his own stuffed cat named Daryl to the ring. Daryl? Yeah, I know. Drew, drew amusement from his opponents and adoration from the fans. He'll also like grab the mic sometimes and just say meow. Oh, I love that. It's pretty good. It's very Japanese. <laughs> um, so this is his look. So you can see, like, he, he wears the big, long fur coat sometimes still. Yeah. I think it's the... Yeah, it, it looks like, like it's the a satin on it. The same one as before. Hmm. Hmm. You and see, the, the, like, the lettering on his chest? Oh, yeah. I don't know. It might say his name. And it's, like, folded over weird. Yeah. Not, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, it's kind of, again, this long fur coat that's, like, spray-painted different colors. But he also often wears a, a suit, mm. like a full-on, like, jacket and pants that looks like spray-painted graffiti mm. to the ring. And then he'll just wear the really colorful pants in the ring. Um, he also likes to stick his tongue out a lot, so I have a picture <laughs> of that. This guy is... 
He's, uh, but he'll like. He's totally my chick. So he has Daryl, his cat, which is definitely a very cartoony looking stuffed cat. And he'll bring Daryl in with him and like make Daryl like wave his paws around and stuff. And like Daryl uh, won't taunt his opponents. My God, are they just filming me in my apartment? Yeah. Basically. <laughs> it's truly what I do. Also, in my like Daryl, the most unexpected name. I know. So I know. Funny. It's very funny. That's what I love when people oh, name their. Oh, they're so cute. I uh, know. When people name their animals, like. Human, human names. names. Yep. I named the snake on my arm Earl. Earl? Ooh. Nice. Yeah. I yep. like that. So Takahashi's doing great. He's killing it. <laughs> he won the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, then jumped to July 7th, 2018, my birthday. Wow. wow. So many connections. I know. Wow. And the date of New Japan's G1 special in San Francisco. Takahashi successfully defended the championship against his longtime rival, Dragon Lee. But then, after the match, it was reported he had broken his neck. Oh, my gosh. Due to a botched move. Oh, no. He apparently collapsed backstage. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. I watched the moment. Oh! It's really fucked up. It's really apparent immediately that he broke his neck. Um, Kyle's giving me a a really astounded, proud nod from the kitchen. Um, He... I didn't put the picture of it in here, but basically he... Around a guy's... Like, he was up on the guy's head, and they were going to flip him over backwards, but he landed wrong on his neck. I'm going to throw up. Yeah. I don't know why that makes me more... I know. That like, that one got me, too. Got yeah. Me. No, it's it's really rough. It's oh, pretty no. clear that it was a botched move. So, oh. I mean, just a total freak accident. It's one of those things, you know, you <sighs> yeah. practice, and you know how to land yeah. and protect your neck, and it just didn't it work. Happens. Um. So, obviously, he's been recovering for the past year and change, and mm. people were unsure if he was ever coming back because that's so serious. Mm. Um, but don't worry, guys. He was a delightful presence throughout his healing. Oh. Uh, he started a film blog largely about horror movies. He's not wow. a fan of Hostel. <laughs> um, he posted a lot of stuff on social media. Here's how uh, the blog with Spandex describes what else he did during this time. Since he's been injured, Takahashi's other creative pursuits have included a day calendar of his artwork. He loves drawing. Um, a social media alter ego named Kojito, who has their own NJPW merch in collaboration with Sanrio. Oh my god. Oh my uh, god. Preview books for this year's BOSJ, like those he created the last two times he wrestled in the tournament. And Hiromu Radio, a series of English language videos on Instagram in which he has shared his favorite flowers, fruits, and shows on Netflix. NJPW has also released Hiromu-related merch during this time in the form of stickers and another plush cat relative of the legendary Daryl. So this is Daryl on the left. He is um, black and white. Oh my and gosh. on the right, it's Nauru. He has a derp. He has his little tongue sticking out to the side, if you see it. It's yes, very I see funny. it. Oh my gosh. Um, I also post, have this like screenshot of his Twitter where Daryl got married. And he did a little <laughs> wedding for Daryl. Um, and then, Christina, this might have actually been why the listener sent this in because of your last subject, but there's a screenshot of him from his, his blog where he's saying, art comes from your heart. You probably wouldn't understand. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, that, that, he's so pure. I know. What well, a sad, sweet boy. We're going we're gonna to watch something right now real quick. Ooh. Oh, no, is he not pure? This is very pure. This is posted on his Instagram. So he... he tagged one of his longtime rivals will osprey mm. and he said today i found you hashtag yes you are a cat hashtag cat hashtag ticking time bomb but it's just a video of him drawing a cat 
and then swinging on a swing and drawing. <laughs> I love And him. working on this drawing of a cat. Wow, what a what He's a sweet, sensitive man. It's a really a really sweet boy. Wow. So I love in touch with his emotions. Wow, look He's, at him. And has a lot of opinions on pop culture and art. <laughs> love him uh so in what june, a little freak he's he's definitely himself yeah um so in june of this year he released a video on social media captioned everyone needs healing in <gasps> which he was shown drawing his cat daryl it's very cute daryl like busts through the drawing and then they like have a little interaction so on november 3rd as in just a few yeah. days ago oh. um a video appeared at new japan's power struggle it showed a time bomb countdown wow. followed by an appearance by daryl the cat and the other one with the derp um <gasps> who lit a fuse on a classic cartoon style bomb after it exploded takahashi came on stage carrying some daryls and wearing a neck brace <laughs> he ran around for a while and eventually tore off the neck brace and like threw himself around the ring and pretended to be hurt which was a little fucked up i'll be honest uh, but he eventually challenged Will Ospreay, who he took the title off of originally, to a match at Wrestle Kingdom 14 for the Junior Heavyweight Championship. So that's happening in January, like first week of January. Oh, great. So here's what he said. I am Hiromu Takahashi. Thank you for waiting for me so, so long. Now, <laughs> thank you so, so much. Now that I'm back, I'm going to make the Junior Heavyweight division a hell of a lot more fun. People might be asking... Can Takahashi really go? You've only just come back. Come on. You've got to take it easy. You've got to work a safer style after that injury. But who else other than me can beat that champion? It's only me, and I'm going to show you. Then he did a neck bridge. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, where you do your classic bridge, and then you, you take your, your hands away. Mm. and, and yeah. So he did this. He did the neck bridge, and then while he was upside down, he goes, Mike, please. And they handed him what? the mic, and then he finished like his like trash-talking challenge while in, I... in English, which he'd been working on during his recuperation oh. as well. Um, and everyone just like went nuts. But as you can also see, he came back with a really fun new outfit too. Yeah. It's like an Alice and Olivia Yes, brand. it really like, yeah. is. And it's so, it's, it's still like really colorful patchwork, yeah. but now it actually has really distinct individual patterns that are in there. There's like a psychedelic daisy pattern and there's like a more photorealistic floral and there's some like zigzags and some paisley, but it's all this really neon forward palette. It's a lot of like pinks and purples and greens. Um, wow. And it's super duper fun. And he has like matching sneakers too that I think are Adidas. Those are Adidas, yeah. Um, that's just really great. Those are great. Well, mm -hmm. yay. I love. I'm nervous though. Of I know. Course. I know. I want him to be okay, but like, I mean, He's they wouldn't fine. have cleared him. They wouldn't have cleared him. And they've given him a lot of time, I yeah. will say. Yeah. And I'm but sure... a broken neck? No, they'll adjust the moves he can do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He, he did throw himself around the ring a, a lot in a way that made me... You were like, oh, really concerned? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's okay. Daryl needs a father. Daryl no? does need a father. Who will give Daryl away at his second wedding? Um, so what that's where we're at. Everyone's really excited for January. And I thought I would conclude um, with this uh, picture of him saying, first of all, I truly believe that cats can save the world. That's why they chose yeah. for yeah, you. That, yeah. I mean, really, I it's feel this like... Weird, it's this weird cat thing. Yeah, I feel like I robbed you in some respects, Christina. But Not I was also very excited to talk about him. No, I wanted to. Um, yeah. I and think I you're have, our animal... Um, coverer now because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love all the animal ones yep. <laughs> but I have a ton of stuff I'm going to link in the show notes for this I have this like the various promos and stuff that I mentioned so 
um please do check those out uh just real quick i'm gonna show I us just saw that one and was thing. like i gotta see that Tagashi takes daryl to disneyland yes we're gonna watch this really quick little clip yep. we're a little weirdo yep oh love. so love. there Thank we you. go beautiful wow hey timely. really excited to follow his career yeah closely. good job yay thank you sarah yeah thank you um so last week i covered someone who is married the title of the episode is married to the tampon woman oh yeah and i thought what a better what better time to cover the tampon woman herself priscilla <laughs> kelly okay. yay so this is priscilla kelly uh she was born june 5th 1997 oh shit i know i'm very young she's gemini mm-hmm. uh in 2012 when she was 14 she was part of season one of my big fat american gypsy oh wedding on the episode called 14 and looking for mr right oh no she oh. was the main focus of the episode she was 14 she's and 14. looking for mr right supposedly i have the, the next page but first i want to talk about ah fuck it we'll just talk about that so i wrote what oh, <laughs> oh my god the synopsis of the episode is priscilla a 14 year old gypsy girl is fully trained gypsy wife now she needs as a husband <gasps> oh, priscilla's no. family spends big money on a sandra kelly jess in hopes of making a suitable of finding a suitable gypsy bachelor oh, oh no so i watched she has this documentary that she released um two days ago like there's the first half oh wow and it's on youtube so i watched it it's like 11 minutes it's really good everyone should watch it i think it uh, it lends a lot to who she is she's been through a lot of shit yeah. um but she basically, this is not a quote, but the summary is that the story that they had wasn't true. And basically they titled it that way and it wasn't what happened. Her parents weren't trying to find her a husband. She would cook and clean for her brother as like part of her chores because it was very much like, it's not the healthiest household, mm. especially because her dad was in and out of jail and had drug addi- addiction problems. And her mother, she said, this is a quote, lost her mind. And so like, she just had a really hard, tough upbringing. Yeah. She didn't feel like she could be herself, et cetera. So it's definitely not great, but she's like, she's like, people come up to me and ask if I like think I was married at 14 and like the show, she was like, the show and the story is out. It's just fake. It's not real. She's like, they got money for it. Yeah. I mean, they got paid and like she did the whole thing, but that's her as a child and that's her now. And her Mm -hmm. first character was actually more of a like gypsy character Hmm. because she's from that background. Yeah. Um, And so you can see that with like the flowers and that's like an earlier costume Mm -hmm. or uh, ring look. So, but yeah, so typically she does, she is compared to Paige all the time, obviously. Yeah. Um, She has long dark hair, but now she has more of an orange uh, look. Hmm. But these are some of her standard things, which is like roses are a big symbol for her. She wears a lot of black and a lot of red, mm-hmm. but heavy makeup, punk look, all the things. Married Darby Allen. So she made a professional wrestling debut in March 2015. She's worked with women superstars on Censor, DDT Pro Wrestling, Cactus League Wrestling, Full Impact Pro, Evolve, Style Battle, the Japanese promotion Tokyo Josh- Yoshi pro wrestling and most notably shine wrestling nice. where she debuted in september 2016 she's also a valet and most notably valeted for austin theory until evolve 8 118 um on july 30th 2018 it was announced that she would be in the may young classic oh yeah she lost in her first round hmm. but she did it and she also does intergender matches as i wrote i'm just putting this here yeah. <laughs> but, like, but she does a lot she's the one who uh dressed up as orange cassidy which i have another photo oh. of for halloween and he dressed up as her um 
So yeah, it's just. Keep She's going. got like a real Tim Burton outfit on in that she last picture. Does. The like stripy jeans. Yeah, so I'm going to say this first, actually. Uh, so her in-ring persona is initially based on part of her being in my big fat American Gypsy wedding. Uh, and so she is the nickname Gypsy Princess or Gypsy Queen. Hmm. But since then, her persona has adopted more of a gothic and sexual tone. And mm-hmm. her in-ring persona is based on a succubus, which is like... <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she also uses the nickname Hell's Favorite Harlot to further <laughs> this persona. <laughs> Um, she's known for using tactics like biting and licking during her matches as a way to psych out her opponents and further her character. And again, she's been compared to Paige a lot in terms of her appearance. So the thing is, is like, she definitely comes in. You can see here in the bottom, uh, I chose a photo of Orange Cassidy doing an impression of her. Mm-hmm. So he's just like kind of <laughs> grinding around. And yeah. like, she is a hypersexual, like, hell monstery. Like, that's kind of her vibe. And I honestly find it really, like, it could go either way. But in her documentary, she talks about how when she was 11 years old, she was sexually abused. And her community blamed her for it actively. Like, when she would go to a wedding with her family and sit down. And, uh, like, it's a really, it's really hard to watch uh, or hear her even recount. But she would go and sit down at a table with other girls her age, and they would call her a whore and stand up and leave. And it's because she was, yeah. And so I think that this is her way of reclaiming that sexuality that like she was constantly criticized for it. It was in no way. She was like, I was a child. I was in no way complicit. People blamed me for this. It was horrific. And I think that this is a way of coming to terms with it and coping. Mm -hmm. And as I said, she felt oppressed and that she couldn't like be herself. Her mother would berate her daily and stuff. And so um, I just think that this is kind of the way that it has taken its it's taking a swarm. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause I think it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, it's cause she's hot and she's doing the hot girl stuff. It's like, no, this is, I think, truly like a healing process for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, a tampon incident. Hmm. Uh, in <laughs> yeah. Way, cause I mean, she's a new wrestler, so there's not that much. Yeah. Uh, we are going to watch it because it's pretty rad. Uh, so in late December 2018, she wrestled a match against Tuna for the Suburban Fight promotion in Los Angeles. During the match, with Tuna laid out on a folding chair, Kelly picked out, <laughs> pulled out a bloody tampon from her ring tights and stuck it in Tuna's mouth. It received a lot of attention for over a week, and then Gail Kim commented on Twitter with disgust, and then it went viral, and many wrestling veterans were asked about it, and they were like not into it at all. And Gregory Helms joked by asking if it was a first blood match, which is pretty funny. Um, So she said about it, it's not even I went, ooh, I want to shock the world. I literally just thought it would be funny. I've had this idea for months now. I've been waiting for the right opportunity to use it. She defended the angle, saying it was in a bar required to be 21 or older to it. To, for admittance, it was simply entertainment confirming the tampon was a scripted spot in the match and was not actively used for <laughs> menstruation, which I, I mean, can't believe. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, it's that's, so, well, men don't know what period blood looks I know. like. I know. I'm like, that's lipstick, that is lipstick. on yep. a clean tampon. That also, is tampon. Also, because it was a woman doing it, that's yeah. also, which I really so, like that she is mm-hmm. like, yeah. fuck this. Like, woohoo. Well, she later commented that women are held to a double standard compared to men, citing Joey Ryan and saying that he sticks a lollipop into numerous wrestlers' mouths after pulling it out of his tights, as mm-hmm. well as McFoley for using Mr. Sacco during the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rebby Sky echoed the same sentiments, and Ryan, Tommy Dreamer, and Taz came to Kelly's defense, all stating she did her job to get over and it worked. 
Road Dog initially blasted Kelly for the angle until Ryan called him out over a similar using similar angles during the attitude error, including the May Young birthing a hand. Mm-hmm. And then he <laughs> I forgot. Right. Yep. And then he publicly apologized to her. Okay. And so then she said, I don't they were asked if they were like, do you think you won't get WWE because of this? And she said, I don't really think it could harm me because there's a lot of worse things that have happened, not only on TV, but I think there are a lot worse things that have happened privately in wrestlers' lives. These things are very public, and I think I did. It's simply a stunt at the end of the day. There's no cruelty behind my actions, and I think that's the most important aspect. So I want to watch it because it's short. Yeah. Yeah. But see, and then she does a succubus. like She goes back to being like sexy. It's so insane. It's such a funny clip. And I also... It's so it's so clearly fake. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I just think it's I think it's very funny, and she's so well known for it. And then I also there's a photo here where one of her competitors threw up, and then she threw up. So she just does a lot of that. <laughs> Could not handle that one at no, all. No, <laughs> no, I'd much rather see a fake tampon. Yeah, yeah. No, I just yeah, I don't have much else to say about it. I do think it's interesting how it like transpired and it's and also that room looked like a legion hall they were like not on a stage yeah they're yeah. not in even in a, they're not in a ring like they're just on the it was floor. the after party which yeah. we got invited to remember yeah, right? like at where it's bar. like at a bar yeah. yeah oh yeah we missed some people falling off of poles oh yeah. is that true yeah oh fuck yeah well all right next time we'll know better um yeah so here's some more photos of her. Uh, that's the big thing. But yeah, I, you're you're right. Like other people have pulled just as many gross out stunts. Yeah. It's just because. Also, it's an indie wrestling show. I know. It's yeah. It's an indie wrestling show. It's not a television. Um, her jacket in the top right corner. She's now selling on Twitter. If you would like to buy it. Uh, and she got into wrestling due to her brother. They're obsessed with the Undertaker. And oh, so she tells that story. Tall. Her brother got an Undertaker doll, and they weren't allowed to watch TV or like wrestle or whatever. And then they finally got TV access. And because they learned every, she was like, my my brother gets obsessive, and like when he likes something, he really likes something. And so they uh, would watch like all of the Undertaker's matches and stuff. And so that's why she is into it. You can see she has a big rose tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, like kind of a symbol she commonly uses. I believe that's her and her husband, Darby, who we covered mm-hmm. last week yep. as a witch and a skeleton. And that's her current hair color. Is the like orange? A, the orange. Yeah, it looks awesome. good. Mm. Anyway. It's a tough color, right. but she is very beautiful. So. Yes. No, it's, it works. Trust. Well, let's talk about like her look. I actually yeah, yeah, yeah. like her her look yeah like I think it's a great look for her I like the roses mm-hmm. um and I think it's it, it works very well so does she still so we've seen a couple of pictures where she's yeah. in like kind of the sports bra and like mm-hmm. the hot pants mm-hmm. and they're metallic red with a rose on it or there's a purple version on this one mm-hmm. but was that her older outfit because the the stuff that she's been in recently seems to be slightly different yes exactly um thank you for pointing that out yeah is she used to do yeah more of like it's a pretty standard cut i like it i think i really yeah, like I this really, one mm-hmm. the red uh-huh the yeah, red with same. the rose i think it's a really good look and it yeah. works with her pale complexion too absolutely yeah. yeah i think it's a really she looks like a vampire she mm-hmm. does look like a vampire uh yeah it's really cool she's she normally does like a deep definitely like a deep color like red or purple mm-hmm. and then lately it's been this halter thing 
Um, so it's like kind of a what? How do we, how did you describe it when we were talking about the costumes? Because you can see it on Orange. Oh Cassie. yeah, I mean it kind of it does look like Paige's outfit a lot. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, a halter top cut, mm-hmm. but it has like cutouts in the middle of it. It's kind of like bondage style, yeah. where there's a line down the middle and then. Um, horizontal lines joining it where you, you basically just have like a lot of cutout detailing. Yeah, it's like mesh chevron. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's a good way of putting and it. And then longer shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely don't... on Orange Cassidy, but also on her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're a little bit longer. And like uh, like garters. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a good look. So that's what she's been doing more of lately. Yeah. But I don't know if it was to like... So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it looks good on her. I, I do miss the little bit of the color, although yeah. now that she has the bright orange hair, I guess she gets yeah. a little bit in there, but the red and the purple are so beautiful. Yeah, I they know. are. I love, I think the red one is my favorite. Yeah. I um, just like the rose design with it. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. And it's like known that you're like, oh, that's her, especially if she's mm-hmm. new and she's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, then that's also important, I feel like, to be memorized and recognized for yeah. what you are. On her Twitter, she usually signs off with a rose as well, like the emoji. So I do oh. think it's like a pretty consistent marketing decision she's made. Nice. Yeah. Also, yeah. a few of those photos, she looked like uh, Billy Kay. She does. Yeah. Oh, that's who her outfit looks like. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's exactly the same silhouette. That is yeah. the same silhouette. Yeah. It's, wow. She has fishnets too, though. But mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. They're different outfits, but the the vibe is very much the same. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It, I mean, it Especially works. the purple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's her. Yeah. Really yeah. not much. I said it was quick. There's really not much mm-hmm. on her. She's new. The tampon thing is kind of the thing that was taken over. <laughs> but watch her her little documentary. The other half I think is coming Happily out. Happily will. Happily. Mm-hmm. Like next week. It's only ten minutes, and it's it's just like how she was. It's just a lot. It's a lot, and it's very heavy. But it's also something where you can see why she, she has made the moves that she's made. And I I hope I did it a little bit of justice talking about it. But uh-huh. I think oh, obviously sure. telling your own story is more powerful. So go yeah. listen to it. Awesome. Well, that works so well with, I did Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I was going to do him. So (laughs) Together uh, at last. So freshly squeezed. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia. Oh, shit. Wow. Uh, This is a very funny picture. I like this. Yes. Yeah. uh, There was a gif that did not show up. If you will click down. He's He's wearing a shirt with himself on it with himself it's like basically a that's his merch, merch. all he does merch? is he wears his own merch that's oh, so funny shit. Okay. okay so <laughs> he's insane okay so um may 4th 1984 he was born in new jersey and his real name is uh what is it case i think it's Casey, I had it written here, and it's not here. Oh, um, fine. But no worries. Um, yeah. But he started wrestling in 2004 in New Jersey, and his stables at that time were the New Jersey All-Stars and the New Jersey Independent All-Stars. Mm-hmm. Look at these outfits. It's like going mm-hmm. straight back to middle school for me. So he's he's like 30. Oh, he's, you said it. He's yeah, 35. Oh, it's yeah. May 4th. Is that a Taurus? Taurus. Taurus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice. May the, 4th, may the 4th be with you. Yes, Taurus. <laughs> so this was his beginner Look, um, that says T's in the middle. Uh huh. Um, oh, sure. they're so, just like little boys wrestling. They're you know? such little boys He's wrestling. Very uh skinny. Yes, very skinny, scrawny at that time for mm-hmm. sure. And he's got that that uh, very of the time hair, oh, uh-huh. the Mark McGrath style. <laughs> bleach producer tip Mike, what is his hair? real name? That it didn't. Is will you Mark check McGrath? it up real quick? The one in the center. I guess in the center. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. thinking more like. The floppy indie boy cut. Oh, 
like a gym from the office oh okay yep. yeah Hmm. Either that or like military, like his dad was like, you're just going to go to the smart cuts and get the number two. <laughs> <laughs> like definitely has that vibe to it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and a, a full on jean jacket. Yep. Which at least he's taking off because again, don't you wear denim in the ring? Nope. No. But funny enough, oh, but that's, that's kind his of whole his go to. Yes. Uh. So after that, he started uh, working with other stables and different promotions. And his other one, one of them was called Marked with Ash Samuels and Deranged. Mm-hmm. Tried to look for photos, could not find them to save my life. Yeah. And then he worked with the Chikara promotion and they're in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And he was with them for a while and he had two different stables, the Gentleman's Club and then Gentleman's Club Championship Edition. And it's Chuck Taylor and Drew Gulak oh. and the Swamp Monster. Apparently, was a real <laughs> yes, which is the most insane thing. Uh, I love, as you know, Drew and Chuck Taylor from The Best Friends. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of works perfect. And at this time, um, it was really interesting. I also watched a documentary on oh. him, mm. and he talks about how before he decided to be Orange Cassidy, he decided to um, just like kind of try to be just like the cool guy who walks around and is like you know whatever I can do whatever I want mm-hmm. and he was like it was not fun and I wanted to have fun in the ring just like I wanted everyone else to mm-hmm. so he was like I'm gonna switch it up and I'm gonna like mess around and have a good time because he's been doing it for so long now since 2004 that he was like I'm a good wrestler so now I can just like have this passive aggressive whatever style to it yeah oh that's funny um so when they were part of the gentleman's club they had a youtube page and a tumblr and it's just (laughs) like weird videos of them on the road in their hotel rooms trying to do like promos okay very much young bucks bullet Mm. club feel to it so we have this picture. Yes. So that's obviously the swamp monster. And I just Is thought it? that was okay. a topiary. <laughs> you thought it was I'd a topiary? Okay. So. Wait, so does the swamp monster wrestle in that? In a ghillie suit? Um, it has before. <laughs> um, but I don't think that that's like the usual. I think it was like for like one show, yeah. you know, just to like mess around. But that's, very um, funny. And that's when he started to have his vibe where he literally wears like jeans. Mm. And now he wears his his own merch and then he has sunglasses Mm -hmm. and he always has his hands in his pockets and he's just like whatever you know and um so when he was doing that with the stable they all were just like super goofy all together and Mm -hmm. all had this comedy vibe to them which worked really well and everyone like fell in love with it cool that makes sense i mean i was just like this guy's dressed like paul revere yes drew gulak is Uh that who that is yeah he looks like an agent Mm -hmm. yeah and then chuck Yep. Yeah, I was doing mm. a, a real Keanu face in uh-huh. the middle with some Keanu hair. Exactly. Mm. So, ah! yes. So they say that his persona is basically Paul Rudd in Wet Hot American Summer. Oh! I'm obsessed. This is my favorite movie yes. of all time. Um, and so recently he was called up to AEW, oh as God. we know, um, August, what was it? August 12th. And in the video, it's literally him and just like on a porch with a ninja blender and it's like orange juice in the blender mm-hmm. and then he takes the AEW contract puts it in the blender and just blends it up with some squeezed orange juice very- and then he just like walks away and you just see his hands like in his pocket and then he quote tweeted it being like ah oh, shit I probably should have yep. signed that yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. so he has this like 
weird vibe that's really cool in the documentary it's also Colt Cabana talking about comedy and wrestling and how he really enjoys working with him because he doesn't take anything too serious and it's become like a really fun clowning thing and he's like one of the best guys that is bringing the kayfabe in and in the video it's so great because you see this wrestling match where he like doesn't care and he like slaps like really silly and pathetically and then you see him selling his merch and his hands are in his pockets and he's just right leaning on the ring and just going like merch merch Mm -hmm. and then this girl comes up and is like are you selling your shirts and he's like yeah (laughs) and he's just like exhausted saying it and it just works so well and he has a straight face on the entire time Mm. big fan so this guy Eric Shorey wrote this piece that I just really love Cassidy usually arrives in the ring with a loof hungover stumble Uh wearing ripped jeans sunglasses and his own merch a white t-shirt featuring a picture of him wearing the same shirt in a sort of sartorial, sartorial mise. Um, and he rolls in slow motion under the bottom rope and then gives a barely detectable thumbs up to the crowd, uh. which always returns his gestures with explosive enthusiasm. Everyone <laughs> flips out at any move he does. Mm-hmm. And then he tends to open his matches with a series of less than half-hearted punches and uh. kicks, to which the audience cheer in the rhythm of a more normal wrestling match. Mocking the expected beats of a regular bout, Casty rarely takes his hands out of his pockets and barely runs in a pace more intense than a brisk jog. He dodges opponents' attacks with arrogant feints, hardly bothering with a parry or counterattack. That's very Damn. fun. And then he will get the shit beaten out of him. Like, oh. he'll just, like, let it happen. And, like, I've watched, like, four different matches, and he has a nosebleed the entire time. <sighs> and he's just, like, he runs around the ring with his hands in his pockets. And then he'll jump out of the ring with his hands in his pockets wow. and just like goes about it and sometimes he'll like throw punches but it's just to keep the rhythm going does on he it. win uh he has only run won like a few i think oh my god wow that's yeah. so funny it's it's interesting to see that type of irony really enter the wrestling mm. world yeah you know? because that's one of the first things where I'm like, oh, this feels actually slightly more like our generation than a lot it of the does. other wrestling stuff, which AEW. is a holdover of the past. AEW yeah. gets it. What yeah. also doesn't it feel like indie comedy stuff yeah. where yeah. it's like that meta weird, like uh, uh-huh. whatever type mm-hmm. vibe to it, which I really like. And I like it because he looks like a skinny bro mm. and he holds a straight face the entire time doing that's it. So that's funny. key. I mean, that, yeah. that's the only way that would work, I would imagine. Right? Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. he has to commit to that so hard and then if someone else will like enter the ring a certain way he will make fun of their entrance and like they'll like have something read about them and it'll take a long time to go through it and then he'll like grab a piece of paper and be like read this and then basically just mock exactly what they did and then i'll just talk about something and it'll be like a tangent that has nothing to do with his entrance and you're like i really like this it's really fun um and his last match was the Halloween one mm-hmm. with Priscilla Kelly. Yeah. Oh, yes, where they and each other. that match is actually really fun. Like, I it watched is. it because she is dressed as him, so she wrestles with her hands in her pockets. Mm-hmm. And she does this, like, flying kick thing into his chest, and he just fucking, like, goes dead. It's very, it's yeah. very funny. He knows how to take it very well. And we were, mm. like, talking about it earlier, um, classic. And we were talking about how when he is Priscilla Kelly, he like... Wait, who were you talking about? Yeah, who were you talking about? Producer Mike. Yes, thank uh, you. About... Sorry, Orange <laughs> Cassidy. 
<laughs> Producer Mike. No, you just said a name and it just didn't. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Makes sense. Yeah. Is that is that what Orange Cassidy's real name is? Classic. Maybe I looked into it. I couldn't find anything about him. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. A mystery. I went. I went hard for that mm-hmm. for sure. I did my Reddit. Um, but producer Mike and I were talking about how when he does wrestle as Priscilla Kelly. It is very fun because he takes on her persona like no other. Yeah, he just does like snaky like yeah. sex moves. And it's very... He does like a million body rolls. It was very wow. cool. It was yeah. very funny. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, great. So that's Orange Cassidy. Damn. Yeah, uh, short up. It, it, thank God we had all that time to talk about Game Changer Wrestling. I know. At the top. Um, final thoughts. Uh, um, this this is cool. What is what is this gif? Who is this? This is a uh, Dean Ambrose yeah, now. Uh, John, Moxley. John Moxley getting uh, choked out with a chain <laughs> and thrown over the top rope with it with, by oh god what's his name fuck. So this is a clip from AEW's first pay per view event called Full Gear. What you're seeing is John Moxley being thrown over the top rope by Kenny Omega with a golden chain. Oh oh yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, That's cool. insane. Yeah, uh, producer Mike left us some notes here, actually, that we just blew right by. <laughs> yeah. Um, not to be outdone by GCW, John Moxley and Kenny Omega had a death match for AEW's first pay-per-view. We won't go into detail about it, because clearly we have no idea what we're talking no. about. But if you uh, want some spot-on analysis of AEW, why not check out friend of the pod Dave Schilling's fantastic review of Full Gear? We're going to post this in uh, our show notes. Thank you, Mike, for finding yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited to hear more about this, because Same. based on this gif... I must know more. Yeah, especially John Moxley. You know my feelings mm-hmm. on John Moxley. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Those are our feelings. Yeah. I, think that's, that's, <laughs> I think that's our final thought. Yes, yeah. I think that's our final thought. Uh, great. So if you want to see the looks we're talking about, please check us out on Instagram at KFAB Podcast, K-A-Y-F-A-B Podcast. You can also recommend a wrestler for us to review on Twitter, uh, which we also did a recommended one this week so that's mm-hmm. fun yeah, yeah. thank you whoever that. that was do you know yeah, it's xavier oh xavier oh. friend of the pod xavier styles yeah yeah nice Great. thank you xavier thank you. don't know why he didn't text me directly but i mean it's fine yeah <laughs> i mean i i said his name when i recommended it so you did just seems like you guys there's a lot of not listening to me going We're, on. yeah there's a lot <laughs> of like lack of comprehension on this side of the yeah. table I'm sorry, i don't know Mike. what it could be <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm so tired. (laughs) Um, Anyway, you can check us out on social media. Please rate, review, subscribe. Um, If you like this, you can listen to us on all the things. You already know that because you're listening to us, but thanks. Yes. Bye. Bye.